Me? I do this for a living. Hello, Yahweh. This is Prophet Yahweh. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. Uh, yeah, I'm partying for my birthday. All UFOs and Bible, so you all will see that you've been dumbed down by the religious leaders. You have lied to, to, to bamboozled into believing a false concept about. I'm gonna drink and smoke weed, smoke coke. I do whatever. Create what he is, meaning spirit of man. Where he's at in a spirit world or on another planet. Uh, or, you know, how he and his angels travel, move like a spirit or fly a fish here. Me? I'm 45, baby. Me? I'm 31 years old, honey. <laughs> well, I'm changed. 35 by motor. Me? When, is, when are you going to be done Me? talking? I'm, I'm 31 years old. Why I'm screaming is, um... In your own word, tell us what does that mean? I don't want an Indian girlfriend. It means just what it says. Shula, you would not need a fully functional double-edged sword. Ah, well, I don't know if it's, they're cool, okay? I know, but... I'm sorry, I don't want to be racist or anything. As in, you know, you said competitor. Yes, we're going to start the dating journey. Very ready, yes! And he left behind many wise sayings, such as never trust a district attorney's deal or an automatic pistol, or uh, you can get more with a simple prayer and a Thompson submachine gun than you can get with a simple prayer alone. Or his favorite saying, which he told, uh, to the essence of Buddhism, and he told this to many bank presidents, vice presidents, tellers, bank employees, lie down on the floor and keep calm. That really does contain all the wisdom of the Orient, if you think about it. Lie down on the floor and keep calm. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. So we've all recently heard about California banning the the sale of uh, gas-powered cars by 2035. But, and this was published um, five, eight days ago, um, so I'm a little, I guess, late to the, to the telling. But California Electric Company admits it will never be able to charge everyone's vehicle. And it's as simple as the grid will fail. They don't have the infrastructure right now. And in recent years, California has had a really hard time keeping the lights on as is. There are apparently too many people and not enough infrastructure. And the infrastructure that does exist is outdated and overloaded. To reinvent the wheel at this point in time to order to accommodate a massive influx of electrical vehicles will be an incredible feat. You might even say it is a pipe dream that is unlikely to succeed. California is going to try anyways. So, do you remember, I think it was a cyber polygon? Polygon? I do believe it was Cyber Polygon, yes. And organized to resilience to... Okay. So, Cyber Polygon was a... Let me fucking track me, I guess, you sons of bitches. Um, was, just like how COVID was um, previously, 
Uh, they did a little mock trial. They did a simulation of what a SARS outbreak would do. And they did this cyber polygon to see what would happen if there was a cyber attack that um, took down the power grid. So my conspiratorial mindset is like, what if instead of a cyber attack, what if it's just that this push for electric cars is going to you know, fuck up the grid. What if that's the idea to not make it as nefarious, but as, uh, oh, our bad, kind of like with COVID, oh, our bad that the vaccines don't actually do what everyone originally thought. And now you just got to keep on getting them. Isn't that interesting? If everyone drives electric cars, the grid will fail. (sighs) This focuses on hydrogen electric vehicles, which he says will not stress the grid that much, even if half of all drivers in California buy one by the year 2035. Those people can fill up their cars at hydrogen stations, which are much like gas stations and will hopefully become more available throughout the state in the coming years. I swear, didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, why did, why did I say Arnold and type in Andrew? Good Lord, I'm tired. Arnold, didn't he want hydrogen fuel? Yeah, hi. Yeah, in 2004, Schwarzenegger unveils hydrogen highways plans. Unveiled the California Hydrogen Highway Network, signing an executive order to create public and private partnership to build a hydrogen highway. The governor drove a hydrogen-powered fuel cell car to an event and refueled at UC Davis's new hydrogen fuel station, the first publicly accessible station on California's hydrogen highway. So, he tried to... uh, get hydrogen fuel going but uh, obviously he wasn't in the right club or it wasn't the right time and people weren't uh worried about climate change in 2004 interesting i thought i thought i thought i was on to something anyways here's a clip and next, what do wind turbines and gummy bears have in common? Actually, more than you might think, thanks to science. Researchers in Michigan have found a way to recycle wind turbine blades made from a composite resin. The process they've developed can break the blades down into chewy, edible products like gummy bears. Isn't that wonderful? Are you going to want gummy bears made out of wind turbine parts I mean, it's getting kind of extreme. We all know our food is filled with microplastics. We all know our ultra-processed food is mostly chemicals. You know, it's always like a Cheez-It. What is a cheese? It's like flour, bleached flour, processed, pasteurized, powdered cheese, 
hydrogen oil and then, you know, orange 72 or whatever dye. And then it's a list of like 13 chemicals, right? So now we're just going to be eating recycled parts. How can you take a wind turbine and make it into a gummy bear and it actually be good for you? Why can't we just enjoy collagen? Or isn't it what that stuff is made out of? What the fuck? Are they just getting to the point where they know we're going to be out of food, so they just want to have us start eating? Like, you always hear, like, stories of starving African kids that just eat, like, rocks to put something in their stomach. Like, is that what's going to happen? Is just they're going to turn us into goats? So we're all eating like tin cans and whatever the fuck we can find. Is that what's going to happen? Because just kill me now. And that's what they're trying to do. Is They're just trying to kill us. It's obvious. It's so fucking obvious. Just take a look at how we look at homeless people. How we don't, we don't, we don't even want to look at them in the face. We don't want to look and we don't want to make eye contact and see the, that they're still humans, that there's humanity in them. And that's just going from what we make to what they make, which is not a lot. Now, if you take somebody that take, that makes like what a normal average person makes and they, and they make that and they make that, you know, um, Every single day, they're not gonna. They're they're gonna look at us like we're fucking, like instead of like we're the uh, mutants or X Men, we're like the Morlocks. We we deserve to be put. Well, I guess that's what. Well, if we're the Morlocks, and what are homeless people? Fuck, I guess homeless people are just pests and rats. I guess. And I guess I mean that makes sense with all the where they just ship them. Ship them here, ship them there, build anti-homeless architecture. And, I mean, I can probably say that with, because my city doesn't have that large, like, obviously there's homeless, but it's not that large. And I assume that if it was to the extent that it is in other places, then I might be saying something else. I'm not ashamed to say that when the problems affect me, then my um, stance on it will probably change. I'm human, and I know how humans are. And you can see how they are, because quite often they say that, and or say what I'm saying, and they flip it. We got to help these people. And then when there's heroin needles on their doorsteps that their children are playing with, um, then they tend to go, we need to get these goddamn abominations out of here. Because now my daughter has hepatitis. And I thought I got a shot for that. And it didn't, and it doesn't work. So what the fuck? So yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to be, uh, we're going to start eating more and more pieces of planes we're gonna start eating more and more pieces of um what's that stuff it's gonna be like justin how do we make 
uh, styrofoam into cotton candy. How do we make wall insulation into cotton candy? It already looks like it. But if we just take one molecule out and put it with partially hydroxinated oils and we puff it up with air even more, we can make it into delicious cotton candy. And then you just have kids like fucking punching walls and eating insulation and just dying because it's like fiberglass, right? Here's another clip. I'm Jeremy Lafredo for Rebel News in Burdenhead, Pennsylvania. It's here, in this old Amish community where armed federal agents recently raided Miller's Organic Meat and Dairy Farm. The government is arguing that the farm isn't adhering to federal regulatory requirements concerning food, while the farm argues that this is just the latest attack on independent farmers giving their communities healthy food. The Miller Organic Farm in Burdenham, Pennsylvania, a remote Amish village, has been around for almost 30 years. The farm supplies everything from grass-fed beef and cheese to raw milk and organic eggs to dairy from grass-fed on-site water buffalo and all types of produce to roughly 4,000 private food club members who pay top dollar for high-quality whole food. The private food club members cherish their ability to get food from an independent farmer who isn't processing his meat and dairy at United States Department of Agriculture facilities, which mandates food be prepared in ways that Miller believes make it less nutritious. Miller contends that he's preparing food the way God intended. The U.S. government doesn't see it that way. They recently sent armed federal agents to the farm and demanded he cease operations. The government is also looking for more than $300,000 in fines, a request so steep it would put the farm out of business. This is an attack on Amish religious freedoms just 150 miles outside of Washington, D.C. It also speaks to the gross corruption at the USDA. As is available on the USDA site, the agency is funded mostly by the federal government, but it also receives hundreds of millions of dollars from the agricultural industry. Companies like Bayer, Syngenta, and Cargill stand to lose millions, even billions of dollars worth of market share if more American farmers opted for holistic farming practices like Miller's Farm instead of chemical-heavy, technology-heavy, industry-friendly practices. Making it even more independent, Miller's Farm doesn't use any gasoline or fertilizer, and therefore the war between Ukraine and Russia isn't affecting his bottom line. He's not dependent, and he's providing healthy food to his community the way he believes God intended, and the government is trying to intimidate and shut it down. See, this is the only thing, this, this news story is perfect for you to understand how the government works, right? So, the government doesn't like it because A, it's not being affected by the war. B, they have little to no control over it because it's Amish and it's their part of their freedom of religion and their way of life. See the companies and corporations that are in control of this company or yeah, I guess the, the United States is a company. <laughs> the 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 companies that normally profit off of food and they mentioned Bayer but that's I don't know if they do do uh food but i know they do chemicals and medicines and fucking pesticides and shit so they're not making any money because they're not using dangerous pesticides that give us all cancer you know monsanto i'm sure they're not using monsanto's fucking seeds and they have some crazy saying that if it's not monsanto it's not food like what the fuck is that I remember uh, when the pandemic happened, the fuck, 
pandemic. Uh, <laughs> they were trying to ban, or they did ban the selling of seeds in, in Michigan because they didn't want people to grow their own food. What the fuck is that? What is that? They don't care. Once again, this is a perfect example of what the government will try to do if they can't if they can't fight you right and that can be any mean anything from foreign com foreign entities to like we'll say um just killing you you know if you look at what was that church i'm so goddamn tired i'm just trying to get this out um that one church that they just like burned everyone alive and bulldozed. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so if they can't fight you, they're going to fuck you. And by fuck you, I mean what the taxes. What did, what did it say? A hundred thousand or three hundred thousand dollars. A fine or whatever. So they're going to fuck you that way. So if they can't fight you, they're going to fuck you. So either way they win. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping these Amish can uh, continue and stay in business because that's what we need. I think if instead of giant factory farms, if we just had like maybe a farm, even just like a large farm per state, I think that would solve it because I don't know if you could do a, a farm per town or p farm per uh, county or uh tri-state area but the government is not your friend and they never will be and this is a perfect example of what they do when people are outliers to the rules and regulations and it's not necessarily i guess rules and regulations is a, not the best thing to say but um, outlier as in um, part of their uh, tendrils. But here is uh, two more clips. And then I'm going to talk about uh, VR chat, the movie or whatever the fuck it was called. We met in VR. So I was a seventh grade civics uh, teacher, government teacher, and she is an elementary school teacher. What year did we get our independence? <laughs> 17 something I actually don't teach what's in our curriculum I'm teaching children social studies that's not in our curriculum teaching them things about how to be an anti-racist I taught them about protesting I taught them about Black Lives Matter how many stars are on the United States flag 103 103 yeah um, 32 what ocean is on the east side of the United States what ocean can I google it <laughs> you guys know this. I know this. I don't know this. What country is the Queen of England from? I'm not a politics guy. Man. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. I really don't know. Just take a guess. Like, what country is the Queen of England from? Europe. I don't know. I don't know. I just took a guess. What's the capital of the United States? Um, the um, there's a capital. <laughs> what? Yes. Lexi. Take a guess. Um. Um, I don't know. Uh, probably California. Yeah, that's right. It is? No. The United States, do we know? 
Stop! I knew he was gonna embarrass us. I know. Do wait. I don't even want to think because I don't want to sound dumb. Well, just there's no capital. Of the yeah, SD. literally. Is, just, is there no capital? Correct. Was that right? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> you guys are UCLA students. We literally students? go to UCLA. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who was the first president of the United States? Abraham Lincoln. Can you name the uh, three Kardashian sisters? Uh, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. What are the three Kardashian sisters' names? Courtney, Kim, and Chloe. So those two clips really just show you everything you need to know about what's going on. And I don't know if I'm going to project probably some. I don't know if that's everywhere. But it, it baffles me. So you got the first clip of teachers saying that they don't teach the curriculum, which I don't know how that's possible. Unless they have like tenure, so they can't really be, you know, whatever the fuck that means. It's like it's like a contract or some shit where they they they're designated that many years. Um. And then the next clip, as you heard, is just, they don't know fucking the bait. Like, the only question I didn't get was the ocean one. And I think it's when I, I think it's the Atlantic. And I, originally I thought it was the Pacific. But anyways, you can look that up. Um, uh, but of course they know the, the three Kardashians. <sighs> and... If you wanted to break curriculum, you could teach them more about interesting stuff. Like, hey, do you want to talk about feminism? Isn't that a big thing? Do you want to talk about radicalized women? How about teach about the radium girls who fought against a company after being lied to and exposed to radiated paint that then ate away at their face and became horribly disfigured and died early. Talk about them, them women that fought tooth and nail to prove that they were being poisoned and the company knew that they were being poisoned and they didn't care. Tell them that story. Tell them about how the coal mine wars of like 1812 or 1912 or whatever the... 1912, not 18. 1912, right? I could Google. I'm not. I'm fucking tired. I don't... I haven't slept for... I had diarrhea from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. I am probably becoming the motivational speaker with diarrhea. I apparently wish that upon myself and I've been getting diarrhea a lot (laughs) and it's horrible. Teach them about how back in the day they would block the doors and burn the building down if you didn't agree. Tell them about the Haymaker Rites. Tell them about Shay's Rebellion. Tell them about, if, if you want to teach them powerful stories, teach them real powerful stories of class warfare. 
not anti-racism. Like, what is that? And I, and I'm pr- pretty sure it's a white person. And and I I want to know what they mean by anti-racism. Is it mean by um, piddly farting around black people and being afraid to use the word black around them? Is that anti-racism? Is not saying the color black around them in case they take offense to it? That's weird. Imagine not being able to say black. You know, here's a funny thing. When uh, I was young, I used to get chiggers a lot. And chiggers is not a racist term, and it's not an anti-racist term. And chiggers is a bug, and it's not like wigger, which is a white person that acts black. And I don't use that term. And a chigger is not a Chinese person that acts black. You know, uh, a Chinese person that appreciates black culture, I guess, is a, is a more nice way of saying it. And I wonder what it is for a, a Japanese person that likes black culture. Uh, jigger? <laughs> uh... Bap? I don't know. Anyways, am I being racist? Maybe. Am I being anti-racist? I don't know what the fuck that means. So maybe. I don't know where I was going with this. Teach them about stories that matter. Teach them history of rebellion teach them history of people who were put in teach them about not I want oh man I might get some hate for this in textbooks I wonder I wonder how big George Floyd is going to be in textbooks I wonder how big Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be in textbooks. You know, I'm not, I wasn't really for the tearing down of statues. Um, it's like, and I'm, and I'm reading and I'm, and I started to read a people's history of the United States again. And it starts out about Columbus and obviously he was not a bad guy or a great guy, but if you take in consideration of what the world was back then, it was pretty fucking brutal. And that's what people did. And I'm not saying that's not good, but you have to take in consideration of what the world was then. And it's like, it's like the whole saying, one death is a tragedy, but... A thousand is a statistic, isn't that, isn't that, or some large amount is a statistic? Now, if you take the idea of situations and context, okay, if you took somebody that killed 
X amount of people in a mall, that's a villain. But if you take X amount of people, if you take that same person and put them against, let's say, one of our quote-unquote enemies, which is just another person, which is just another human life, and most people, a lot of people want to walk around and say, oh, um, I was going to say all lives matter, but that fucking obviously, uh, I was going to, but, uh, a lot of people want to say, oh, everyone's the same, you know, a homeless person's life is no better than Jeff Bezos. In fact, I think a homeless person's life is more important than Jeff Bezos because Jeff Bezos is evil. Now take, uh, take a mall shooting, say six people die in a mall shooting. That's a tragic event. But if that same person then killed six people that are quote-unquote our enemies, let's say this person killed six Russians. They're, they're a hero, right? So context in situations matter a lot when you think of how we view things morally and I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this I really don't but hey I was going somewhere with it anyways so I recently watched uh we met in VR and by recently I mean like a week ago and it was quite entertaining in it and it was actually very scary too because i can see that the world is becoming more and more like this and i think the youth is slowly going to it's going to become the more norm to meet people on online and I mean in VR um like I w- I just want to I wonder who's going to be the first person to commit suicide on VR and I don't mean like like metaphorically I mean like actually like they're going to fucking storm a uh in a movie theater or whatever those like a VR, because when I was watching, there was like VR belly dancing and like VR sign language, like I like a giant large rally, and somebody just kills themselves. They're like, I came here, and I just wanted to say, and the next thing you know, you just hear a gunshot. I wonder who's gonna be the first person to kill themselves in VR. That would be interesting. And it opened it. And it opened with like uh, somebody playing, and I thought it was an original song, and they weren't singing it right. But I found out it was "Riptide" by fucking Vance Joyce. And you know, I was like, "I was scared of dentists in the dark. I was scared of pretty girls and starting conversations. And oh, all my friends are turning green." I was like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" I was like, oh, that second line makes sense. That's why you're in fucking VR. And uh, 
so it follows, if I remember correctly, it's like it follows a, a sign language person. It follows two people that are like boyfriend and girlfriend, two people that get married. And it's like two VR exotic dancers or like one of them is, is an exotic dancer. And there's like a VR kind of like strip club. It is fucking bizarre. The one person's in um, Florida, and the the guy's in Florida, and the girl is in the UK, right? And it baffles. But one of the quotes I love is, uh, yeah, watch this. Yeah, what? Um, five. Yeah, another eight days ago I watched this. So the quote is, no one knows who you are. Nobody cares what you are. They only know who you are now and how you want to be seen. You are free to be yourself. So, once again, and, and it's, no one knows who you are. Nobody cares who, what you are. They only see who you are now and what you want to be seen. You are free to be yourself. That's a fucking psychopath. Really. Because, or a sociopath, whatever one. Because these people change their identities or change their personalities around people to get what they want. So what you're saying is all your past actions that make up who you are mean nothing. And now you can go around being a character, more or less. You're portraying a character like you didn't fucking steal your grandmother's medicine, you sick fuck. I just would love to see how these people look and live you know what i mean like do they because i I assume most it seems like they're either anywhere between like teenagers and by that i mean like maybe 16 to young 20s because some people because the the one i think was the exotic dancer was like yeah i had a very very hard like somebody died in their family and they're just using VR to escape. It's like, okay, I understand that to a degree, but you have to heal. And if you're not actually, um, what is the word I'm looking for? You have to heal. And if you're using this as a form of escapement, you're not healing and you're not paying respect to the dead. If that makes sense. That's how I view it as. It's kind of sick to try to um, like escape reality to that extent. Like, oh, I can, like if I put on these goggles, you know, I don't have to, I can pretend that I'm on vacation, right? I'm, I can't, I can't go on vacation. Nobody has really paid days off. Like most countries have like government mandated vacations and shit. But not here. Um, So I use these VR goggles to escape. When I look out my windows, I see nothing but I see um, people getting shot in the leg. People stealing snowblowers. Crack whores and no, 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 not. 
I know I I can I can go to that part of the neighborhood if I wanted to. <laughs> That's kind of where my parents live, and they need to get the fuck out of there. Um, but and that kind of just happened in, in a week. Um, <laughs> but uh, <sighs> tired. It, and another thing is these VR, like the exotic dancing. I'm like, how are they? Do they just program these moves so you like you hit a button and then your character just does it? Because I highly doubt these people are gyrating on the floor, let alone the. And I don't know what equipment they're using. But I have an Oculus Quest too, and I don't think it it would be able to pick up me gyrating on the fucking floor and like the way my hips move. So I don't know what type of equipment they invested in to be able to fucking flop around and try to do the worm and fucking rub their VR pussy and whatever weird shit's going on. Um, but it reminded me of Second Life, and that was a computer game. I seen a documentary about it like a decade ago. And it was like the same thing. It was like a virtual, not virtual reality, but a virtual life. Uh aka second life and there's just people meeting on there having like fake jobs real jobs on there it's just dude one job is enough i don't need another fake job like what the fuck and uh i just can't wait till indian in india has this power and like a floodgate of just fucking Indian dudes just harassing everyone. That's going to be the downfall of VR chat is once Indian dudes get the capability to get up in there because they are fucking relentless. And hey, hey, how are you? How you very beautiful. You you come you come you very beautiful. How are you? How are you very beautiful? I want you, let's make it sex. Sex time, me and you, very nice. Yes. I can't wait till a bunch of fucking subuds just get in there. And there was also misgendering. And it was, it was, uh, I wish it was fresh in my mind, but it was more like a, the, this, this person was a dog. Their avatar was a dog. And that's there was like been 10 people running around. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It was it, you you can be whatever you want. And that's gonna and I think that's gonna be the the escape into transhumanism. And I'm not like like let me die. I want to reincarnate. Let's let's fuck around and find out. But this shit is bizarre. It was, it was like two people were a dog and they're like Sometimes people call me a do- a guy, and um, I don't like misgendering because, I mean, I'm clearly a girl. And you're like, dude, you're you're dressed like a fucking dog. You're a cartoon dog. I don't fucking know what you are. Shut the fuck up. Is it that big of a deal? You 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 are so attached to your identity so strongly that you care what other people call you. When they're not around. Because anytime I'm with somebody. Typically I use their name. 
if I can remember it. Fuck, it is getting so hot in this room that I record in, and I don't like it. Um, And I don't think anyone actually... Like, I don't think anyone really has uh, their avatar be them. Like, they might, it might be, like, tweaked ever so slightly, like, um, how everybody fucking uses filters so they make themselves appear a little bit better. In fact, I had an idea, because on Instagram, it's always, like, somebody holding their fucking hand in their face, and it's like, and it's a and it's a fucking uh, like a robot voice, and it and it and it, and it says something like. Uh, this filter will tell you how you would look if you had um, a giant, and uh, actually it would make sense if it if it was a filter with a giant hideous grotesque um fetus out of your face like uh. The South Park character, it's, it's always something better than that. It's always something nice. This filter will make it make you look like you have, um, um, th- this filter has the best eyebrows. And then they move their fucking hand and then they then they have different eyebrows. Or it's like, I, I keep seeing. This filter will be how you, this filter is how you would look with perfect teeth. Or, um, there's, yeah, yeah, you get it. You know what I'm saying. So I want to make a video and it's like, this filter is how you actually look. And there's no fucking filter. It's like a hyper realized, normalized, like Ren and Stimpy, SpongeBob, like still where they painted it. And it's like, fucking, that's what I want. I want, I want, I want to, I want to do a video like that where it's like, this is what you actually, eh, this is what you actually look like without a filter. And then it's just actually you for once in your fucking life. Because nobody can be themselves anymore because it's not good enough. You have to fucking spice yourself up. Um, Imagine having to request a day off for a VR wedding. Like, how would that conversation even go? Like... Um, yeah, I got a, a, a wedding to attend to. Um, um, when is it? When is it? Um, yeah, it is, uh, actually next week. Okay, where, where is it? Um, do you have to travel? Um, sort of, you know, it's, it's. It's in it's it's in VR. Wait, you're seriously requesting a day off for a, a VR wedding? We well, we yeah, it's re- really important. It's my best my best friend. Well, you don't have a friend in like real life. Well, well, no. I mean, it is real life. I, this is real life. I talk to him. It just so happens we communicate through VR and they're having a wedding. Okay, so is the other person 
that getting a wedding did wait so you're trying to attend a wedding in vr for a friend you met in vr now this friend did who they're marrying did they also meet in vr well yeah every everything that happens in vr is real life it just so happens that it's happening virtually so like these people met there but they talk in real life you know they they know what each other's looks like in vr and they they like it and they want to they they want to get married so let me get this right you want a day off to sit in your house with a headset on and just sweat while watching two other people in VR get married while they're where the fuck ever and they're just sitting in a chair sweating with a headset on. Well, yeah, but you make it sound a lot more depressing than what it is. You should try it. It's actually really fun. See, in there, I am actually um, Jack Skellington's wife. As you know, I have based 65% of my identity based upon The Nightmare Before Christmas, whatever her name is, Shelly. Mary, fucking, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I based my whole entire, per- so I, that's what, who, what I look like, see you, you like, what is it you like again? I like real life, I like strangling turtles in a pond, and I also like punching gooses in the head. So yeah, so like, you could I don't I don't I don't know what that translates to in the VR strangling turtles and punching gooses in the head but maybe you could be like uh I don't know a fox didn't you always want to don't don't you like fox wouldn't it be cool to be a fox Not really I just I just don't have the time I'm too busy you're too busy to 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 sit in a chair with a headset on it's it doesn't take it I mean, it takes a lot of your time away, but it's 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 not a busy thing. Okay, okay, this is just becoming more confusing. You just need one day off, right? I'm actually need a week because we're having the wedding, and then the wedding party is going to Miami. So you having it in VR, and then you guys are traveling to Florida. Oh no 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 no! We're not traveling. We're we're going there in VR. It's different. It's cool. It's hip. You don't understand everything. When I leave here, I go home. I put my, I put it on as I take a shit. And then, and then I take it off to wipe because I gotta look. Because if I if I don't and I try to smell, I just hit the the toilet paper onto the headset and now I'm smelling shit all day long and I don't want to smell shit all day long so I t- so I go home and I put it I take my shit with it on because I'm trying to set up my game and then 
when it's time to wipe, I take it off. I wipe. I look. I can smell that way without it hitting my goggles and smelling shit all day long. And then I go in my chair. And in fact, I've been thinking about getting one of those um, old people chairs with like it's cut out and there's a toilet underneath so I don't have to really get up. I can just like mute myself when I have to take a shit. Okay. Just, you, you need a week. Just take the week and never talk to me about fucking VR again. I really don't care. Beautiful. Thank you. And I think that's how it would go. Something like that. Because it's confusing. I go home. I take a shit. I put on my VR goggles. And then I just stay there in my chair. Isn't it? I swear. After a certain age. Or maybe it's just a certain demographic. Of people. Of like older men. That they go home and they go. And then I sit in the chair. Or it's my chair. or It's never a chair. It's. The chair or my chair? He's like, yeah, after I go home, you know, I I take a shower, I grab a beer, and I sit in the chair. Or I go home, I sit in my chair. Have, have Has anyone else noticed that? That, like, after a certain age, dudes have a designated chair that it's either mine or, well, it's the chair, but it's also my chair. And it's not your chair. So my wife or my girlfriend doesn't sit in it. It's a chair, but it's my chair and it's the chair. So it's a multi-level chair, but it all encompasses me. If it's, it's not a Venn diagram because a Venn diagram intersects with something else. And it doesn't intersect with anything else because it's mine. So it's just a circle and inside of it is the chair and it doesn't go into another circle. If it wasn't a Venn diagram, it wouldn't be in the middle. It would be on the right or the left, depending on what circle I am. Man. So, yeah, this this VR thing baffles me. It's I wonder I wonder if um, people are going to get divorced and the only way they're going to spend time with their kids is in VR. Or, like, or a reason why they get divorced is because somebody somebody's spending all their time in vr like what's gonna happen when somebody gets caught cheating in vr not like um in the sense that v well i mean cheating i fuck yeah you could be in a vr relationship get caught vring but i meant like like you're married have wife and your kids and you're going into the vr fucking nightclub where that chick is like pulsating on the floor. <laughs> Man, the future is gonna be really fucking weird. And I and it's gonna and I can't wait. I can't wait for stories of of like caught cheating in VR. Like that that like instead of catfishing, that's gonna be the whole thing. Or that's going to be the new catfishing. It's like, we're going to go see your VR buddy. And, and it's just going to be like a fucking 58-year-old guy in the chair. He's like, what? You want me to get up from you? You want me to get up from my chair? I, I ain't get out of my chair for nobody. This is my chair. 
my my the, the chair is my special my special out. This is my VR chair. I go home, I I, I work all day, grouting, and then and then you want you want and then I then I plomp around as like a pixie girl, and I got my voice changer. I got my modulator, and some people say it's cheating, but that's who I am on the inside. I'm this little pixie girl. And I can't help it if you fall in love with my little pixie girl while I'm sitting in the chair sweating. And God forbid somebody takes this chair because they're not going to be able to sit comfortably in my chair, the chair, because it has been, it has been, uh, it has been, it has been. I'm like trying to use a fucking voice changer, but also change my actual voice. What the fuck? It has, and I'm just saying, it has been a good long while I had this chair. So it's got my sweat, my back sweat. It's got about 13 years of back sweat in there. It's got my imprintation. You know, you can make a fossil out of this plaster cast. It'd be like, is that Bigfoot's back? Nah, dude, that's Daryl. That's Daryl's back. I can't wait. I can't wait for the future of either dying horribly in a violent post-apocalyptic world, um, being one of the last humans that's not engulfed. Like, like I said, I have it. I haven't played it in fucking who knows how long, and I'm not. And I'm not like, man. And I'm not gonna be pulled into that weird bullshit. That's for people that need to escape reality because they can't look outside and see the beauty of a fucking branch, you know. Anyways, I have gone too long. Have a good one.